0: This week's parsha is the parsha Parshat Korach, and there's a concept brought down from the Vilna Gaon, where he says that any source in Torah, any source in life, if you want to know what the original background and explanation for that phenomena is, that theme is, you gotta to look to the first time it's mentioned in all of Torah. So this week's parsha is Parshat Korach. And Parashat Korach talks about the great machloket between Korach and Moshe. According to this concept of the Vilna Gaon, we'd have to look at where the first machloket is. What's the first What's the first machloket that appears in all of Torah? Explains the Vilna Gaon that the first machloket in all of Torah is the machloket between the kain between Cain and Heaven. But it's unclear what does Cain and Hevel's machloket have to do with Korach and Moshe. Not really clear or explained. Comes the Arizal and explains. What exactly was going on in the Machloket of Korach? We know. Korach was upset with Moshe. He comes to Moshe with 250 of his men. He says, Moshe, he tells to Moshe and Aaron, what are you guys doing? You guys are running nepotism here. It's a family business. Moshe, you're the leader of all of Bnei Israel. Aaron, you took coin Gadol. Now Moshe, you've suddenly given Safan another one of your family, close family, relatives, another position. Why am I not getting anything? Where's my position? So Korah had a real deep connection to want to be Kohen Gadol. And in fact Arizal says that he wasn't so wrong. His claim wasn't wrong. It was just that it was at the wrong time. It wasn't a time yet. His time to be Kohen Gadol is Mashiach. And Arizal brings this from a pasuk we say all the time. The pasuk says Sadiq Katamar Yifrach that Sadiq he will blossom like a date. And comes the Arizal and says that the last letters of each one of these words sadik, the last letter is Kuf. Katamar, last letter is Resh. Yifrach, last letter is Havet. That spells out korach. Kuf, Resh, Chit, korach. Comes the Arizal and explains that really Korach will eventually, he will sprout, he will blossom like the date, he will become the tzaddik, he will become the kohen gadol. But when? During Mashiach. When he came to Moshe, it was too early. It was way too early to make this claim. And that's why he was in the wrong. But that's the Arizal, where did Moshe get such a, where did, sorry, where did Korach get such a burning desire to want to become this kohen gadol? Where, where did he get it from? Explains the Arizal, that if you go back, let's go back to the debate, the, the, the machlokah between Cain and Abel. They both bring in korbanot, but Cain is jealous of Abel, and explains that reason on a kabbalistic level that we'll try to explain and understand a little bit. He explains that Cain represents the Kohen, while Hevel represents the Levi. How does he explain this? He explains that Cain is someone who was jealous. He was jealous of his brother. As so the word "kain" uh, means jealousy, it comes from the word of "kinah." "Kain kinah" means jealousy, and that was a negative aspect of kain. He had a bad jealousy for his brother, of his brother. While, um, and that's a negative. However, there's also a kina that can be used as a positive, and that was Pinchas. Pinchas used also "kinah." but a different type of kinah, not the jealousy kinah. Pinchas was a zealot. He was loyal. He was passionate to fight for what Hashem wanted. And since he did that, he was rewarded. And in two weeks from now, we are going to read that Pinchas got the reward of becoming a Kohen. And Hashem says, Because he was he was a zealot. He fought for my honor. He was a, kinah, a kanai. He was so strict for my honor. And that's the second meaning of kinah. So kina has two meanings, has a negative and a positive. The negative is, and this is the two aspects of Kohen, which represents Kain. You have the kina jealousy, which is a negative, and you have the positive aspect, which is being a zealot. Hevel, on the other hand, represents Levi'im. The word Hevel means breath, steam, vapor. So we say Hevel pif, the breath, steam that came out of their mouth. How do Levi'im serve Hashem? Leviim and the Beit HaMikdash, they don't do any physical labor, really. They serve Hashem by singing, using their mouths to serve Hashem. And that's how they serve Hashem, by using their mouths, by singing to Him. And that's why Hefel, which means steam, represents the Leviim. However, same as Cain, who was the Kohen, who had a negative and a positive, Hevel also has a negative. Not only there's a positive of using your your mouth for shira but well it's a negative but when you use your mouth or negatives if you say Lashon with your mouth that's a negative that can be used with heaven. so Hebel has a positive and Hebel also has a negative you have Lashon the negative and you have the positive of saying shira so comes the Rizal and explains the connection between Kain, Korach and Moshe he explains that each Neshama really it's like an atom you have positives and you have negatives just like the atom has protons and electrons so too we have protons and electrons in our neshama hevel was the protons and he had 37 protons which is the numerical value the gematria of his name hevel is 37. korach on the other hand represents the electrons and he took the negatives he took 308 electrons which represents his name korach 308 and the ideal, explains the Arizal, is not that we should have one way or the other. It's that we should be in equilibrium. And that's exactly why Moshe was so great, explains Arizal. Because Moshe was the equilibrium of the electrons and the protons. Which is when you add up the two names, Moshe is the same numerical value as Hevel and Korach, because he had both the protons and electrons. His numerical value is 345 is when you add them up together. So Moshe was at the perfect balance. Korach was not correct. Moshe, who was a Gilgul of Hevel, had the perfect balance. He fixed that problem. He was able to take both and be in equilibrium. Explains the Arizal further, what was it about Korach that was bugging him so much that he wanted to be a Koen Gadol? He was a Levi, Korach, naturally. So why does he want to be a Koen Gadol so badly? explains that it was his kina. Korach was a Gilgul, reincarnation of Cain. And Korach really badly wanted to be a Kohen Gadol. He had that kina. The problem was that he used the wrong kina. He used the kina of Cain. He used the kina of jealousy, not the zealotness. He used the jealousy. And because he used the jealousy, he took the power of Cain. What's the punishment that happens to Korach in this week's parasha? Pasuk says that the ground opened up and absorbed Korach. What happened if we go back to Bereshit? Korach, Cain, uh, murders his brother. And then the Pasuk says, Hashem says to Cain, And now you are cursed. From the ground that had to open up its mouth. To absorb your brother and his blood from your hands. Cain forced the ground to be, open up and absorb heaven. So now, many generations later, Korah, who's coming as a reincarnate of Cain, does the same action, uses the same problem. He uses the wrong kin'ah, he uses the jealousy, he uses the midah of Cain, uses the trait of Cain. Mida, mida, measure for measure. Same thing happens to Korah. The ground comes and absorbs him. But if Tachar is at Pia and absorbs him, and that's the punishment that's fitting for Korah. Because he didn't learn his message. He didn't learn his lesson. He didn't take the lesson that you have to use the kinab Kinchas. If you'd have used the other kinah, the kinab, Kano'at, Kina'ati, of being a zealot, he would have become a Kohen. But he used the wrong Kinah, That was his problem, says the Arizal. Finally, ends the Arizal here, and this will end off. He says, the Pasuk says, that by Hevel, Hashem says to "Call The voice of your brother, of your brother's blood, is screaming to me from underground. Hevel's blood was bubbling and screaming to Hashem. And this parallels the Gemara and Bava Batra that says that every month Korach and his sons scream from underground and they say, Paralleling, what Cain did to Hevel's blood, same thing happened The Cain's descended to Korach, that's happened to Korach, and his blood boiled on the ground. And thus we see what the Vilna Doan means, that every Machloket goes back to the original Machloket. And we see the Machloket here, Moshe versus Korach, goes back to the Machloket between Cain and Heaven. However, as Chazal is saying, when Mashiach comes. We're gonna be. See, we're gonna see that even Korak will be given a chance to achieve his ult, to achieve his ultimate potential. And sadiq k'tamar yifrah yiratzon visholbi zochet to be there for that day. Yemei Rabbi Amen uAmen